0: Hey, hey, hey. welcome back to the... Venture Continues Podcast.
1: Yes, it's funny. It's our first time back in a very long time, <laughs> and I'm giggling to myself because as we're before we say hey, we're like do our little theme song. We're like, we literally sing it to ourselves, so we know when to say hey. And uh, <laughs> anyway, there was one time where I accidentally uploaded the unedited version of a podcast, <laughs> and my friend messaged me and she's like, oh, I just thought you were doing this like new thing where you don't have kind <laughs> of cute and you think
0: <laughs> you guys are yeah, doing.
1: Yeah, and anyway, it made me laugh because it's just so embarrassing. So now we're back and we're going doom,
0: doom, doom, <laughs> Anyway, so here we are and today we're talking about the topic which is, as tradition goes, Mariah?
1: Our relationship wasn't always like this.
0: Ooh-hoo-hoo. And what <laughs> does this mean?
1: So how we got this topic idea is throughout our... Practically our whole relationship, we'd have people that'd be like, yeah, but my... Like, you don't understand. My boyfriend or girlfriend does blah, 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 and Mariah would never do that, or a gal would never do that. And we're like, believe it or not, actually, a lot of relationships go through the exact same yeah, problem. like,
0: we went through that, actually.
1: Yeah, and I'm shocked to hear... I mean, I love it. I love that people, like, look up to our relationships so much, but it's like, we had those same issues. Like, we were nothing special in that sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, we... we... I would think we were special.
1: <laughs> I like to think I'm
0: special. My mom I tells me I'm special.
1: Maybe we were special because we got out of it and we, yeah. like, we didn't yeah. let it break us. Yeah,
0: but. and there was never anything too crazy, sure, but a lot of very common issues we also went through. Mm-hmm. So we never went through anything crazy like a big cheating thing or a... a some issue where the person wasn't loyal in some way or did something terrible but the basics that we see so many couples complain about that we see all the memes about that there's all the jokes about that there's the heartbreaks about we went through very similar things as well and we learned to overcome them and we worked through them to, you know, years later, have the result of an incredible relationship.
1: Right, right. And I mean, we still go through things. 100%. So, yeah. But I have to say that also why I'm so excited to do this is because I really feel like the last couple years have been the best years of our relationship. They've been so strong and we've overcome like before and early in our relationship, we'd get an upset and it would last, you know, it, it, it took practice to handle upsets the way we do now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 100%. now it's
1: like, yeah, things just flow and yeah. it's great. And it's hard to believe that a relationship can be so good.
0: Yeah. And you have to understand that we've been together for almost nine years. We've been together since I was 23 and Mariah was 19. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I'm 31. Mariah is almost 28. Like we've been together through very important years of our lives where there's a lot of development and we both knew that we were investing into one another that maybe certain aspects aren't perfect. And like we always said, you're never going to get the perfect person as a package. Never. And people think that they will. It just doesn't happen. And so you get a person that's 70% there and you build the other 20 and maybe you'll never get it 100%. But 90% good is pretty damn good.
1: I, I would say even like 70% yes, is also, good. You also. know, like some people are looking for the perfect person and I'm like, you're not the perfect person. So good <laughs> freaking luck. You know? Yeah,
0: there, there is no such thing as... Uh, ...as the perfect person that arrives. Spiritually, you are perfect. And... That's very important to know spiritually, but we're in this game that has a bunch of other stuff to it. People are hit every single day with all kinds of pressures and insanities and wild things in life and you get a person that comes like that and over time you build with a person and you get to a point where for us nine years later, we're in a really great place. Yeah. But you got to be willing to go through that. So let's go and talk about that now that you get the topic. So most couples, as we said, go through the same type of things and let's give a few examples.
1: Right. Yeah, like guys are liking other girls' photos. A
0: big one, a big one, Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah, or um, the one of the partners are jealous all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And that makes it really hard, and people think that they're always going to be jealous. Yeah,
1: they want to control what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a time, for example, that um, there was this guy that said to me, hey, you know, like, I'm going through this thing with my girl, and she's kind of controlling. And, like, if I'm out late, she gets really upset, and... Mariah would never you know do that like I see how she is with you and she like lets you be and you go and you do things and it seems like she's totally fine with it and I told him look on, on the one hand Mariah by the way was never uh, controlling at all in that sense it wasn't like that at all she didn't do that type of thing but there was jealousy mm-hmm. and we went through a whole thing of handling the jealousy and getting to a point where, yes, now in a nine-year relationship, she sees me go to another city to throw a festival. And it's all good because we super trust each other and there's no jealousy. It is what it is. It's just totally fine. Go do your thing. More power to you. But that wasn't always like that.
1: Yeah. It took years, like years of handling.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And so I see that was one example where I had to tell him, look, man, you have to understand, like, we were building what you see today. So there's tons of examples where people go through those types of things.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think the first point that we'll get into is knowing that things do change. Mm -hmm. It's your situation now isn't forever. And if even if you've been dealing with the same issue for three months, six months, a year, there is still it will change. And the only thing that continues to put it there is you. You continuously putting it there, thinking that it's not going to change, is what's dragging it out.
0: Yeah, it's what makes it continue 100%. And you have to understand that technically, if you look around, this universe you live in is a universe of change. Everything changes. The planet's spinning, the atoms are moving, the time is ticking. Everything changes all the time, but people act like nothing will change. You get caught up in this idea that it's never going to change. The worst thing happens and you think it's forever, Mm -hmm. but it changes.
1: Yeah. I will never forget in one of our earlier (laughs) upsets, we always go to Gal's dad for help because he's very good at being a third party. He doesn't favor one side or the other. And obviously you guys know, we talk about him all the time. Amazing at teaching about relationships. And, and whatnot
0: mm-hmm. anyway
1: one of the advice when I thought nothing was going to change and I'm like I don't know if I can do this relationship anymore because you know it's been like this for three years and he's like trust me like it seems like nothing changes but you look back and look how much is different mm-hmm. look at your life and how much is different even from a few months ago what even just you and your opinions on things and things you like and anyway so much changes and I remember being like all right, that's true for everything but this situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but know? this will never change though. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, still to this day, I play with that idea because it really is temporary.
0: Yeah, that's the thing to know that no matter what you go through, everything is temporary. You need to know that no matter what, it will be okay. Because this moment right now, it's just temporary. And when you have this moment, the other thing I actually just now remember that he would tell us mm-hmm. is... When there would be some kind of an upset, he's like, look at the, look at you two. Like, the reason you guys feel so strongly about each other is because you love each other so much. Like, mm-hmm. do you realize that what you're basically telling me is you really, really, really care. So you got to also know that let's say you're having a problem with a friend. Because this applies, by the way, in business, it applies in friendship. And you feel like it's not like it was. We, you know, I really want this person to still be my friend or they're not being a good friend right now. You need to know that, number one, it's because you really care. Mm -hmm. and number two it's temporary things change
1: and that change can happen over time in a week in a day in a second and I think that's something that we learned over years of being together is in the Mm -hmm. beginning it took So much time. Like I said, like one of our upsets was like, which is a very common thing that a lot of relationships go through, is like guys liking girls' photos. Mm -hmm. And we had that issue, and it took years to handle. And then I would say, looking back at what we've had upsets on, that's such a small thing. Like, it's so dumb looking back on it. Right. But that took, let's say, three years to handle. As for now, bigger issues take us a few hours to handle. And so my whole point is that... It does take time, but you can create how much time it takes if it takes a second or three months, three years. 100%. 100%.
0: 100%. 100%. And the other interesting thing to note, by the way, as you said, is that the things that seemed like a big deal to you then are not a big deal now. And you see that the things that you thought in high school was a big deal are not as a big a deal as you thought. Yeah. And things when you were in middle school are not a big deal. So you need to know that your problems now are actually, I know that they seem like everything right now, but they're actually not a big deal. And you will look back at it at one point and say, wow, that was small in comparison. Mm-hmm. And so you grow and you expand and you realize that you can overcome bigger problems and it's fine, it's good, but it's never as bad as you think.
1: Yeah, and if you keep that point of view, it will be easier to handle because it will feel less heavy because when it's so serious and the biggest deal ever, it's so heavy and it's hard to overcome things. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I want to give you guys some tips on how we learned how to speed it up over the years Mm -hmm. because we don't want it to take three years for you Yeah, and hopefully (laughs) these help.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. All right, so let's get into it.
1: Okay, the first thing is validate. We say this in so many different ways mm-hmm. uh, throughout all of our podcasts. You have to Validation is like the biggest thing and growth of any factor of your life.
0: Yeah, what does it mean? What do you mean?
1: Like to positively acknowledge something. Yeah, yeah. How would you do it? You're the definition guy. I mean,
0: I would say that it's to say that something is. To say it is there. And so when you validate something, you say it exists. Mm-hmm. And usually you validate the good or you validate the bad. And in our case, we mean to validate the good. Yes. You say it's there. You actually acknowledge for the person, wow, that was well done. And so when you find in a person what's good in them and you grow the good, it's not that the bad goes away. It's that the good gets so big that the bad becomes tiny. And so you actually validate, validate, validate the good, validate the good. The bad becomes so small that the person becomes so them, which is they spiritually are perfect, as we said, that they can then actually be big enough to look at the small bad. Mm -hmm. But if you make the bad huge and the good small, it's too much for them to even look
1: at. So
0: the bad grows.
1: And in most times with like upsets, you're so focused on that one bad thing that you can't focus on all the amazing things that they did. Maybe they made you breakfast that morning, but you're like, they're just feeling guilty for what they did yesterday. And they're not, you can't, you can't validate. And so like within such a short period of time, the bad gets bigger instead of the good getting bigger. And then it just becomes harder and harder and it snowballs in the wrong direction. So it's easy to reverse that and just like start finding, even if it's like any little thing, it will just make the process so much better.
0: Yeah. Be a radar for the good in the other person and expand the good. Mm -hmm. Next will be don't control the person. You think that now you need to message them when they're out every hour and make (laughs) sure that they are behaving and that they call you and said that they are in the right place and that their location is where they said their location would be. (laughs) And what's going to happen is in your effort to make sure that they love you and that you want to love them, you're going to push them away. You're going to close Mm -hmm. them off to you. They're going to still find ways to do what they wanted to do, but now in an even sneakier way, and it's going to cause problems. So while your every instinct tells you, control them so that you can stop them from doing it, all that's going to do is make it more. And it's hard not to, but don't do it. It will only make it worse.
1: (laughs) True. I'm laughing because you said message them every hour. Uh And just the other day, I went uh, on boats with a boat with friends and gal and i just naturally will message each other like every hour Uh just naturally yeah just for the fun of it It not in any
0: yeah exactly for uh, sure
1: but anyways i was away and just naturally every hour i had this urge to like go back to my phone and message gal most is like do you guys always talk this much and i was Already? like yeah actually we do it's not just because we're on a boat like yeah. away from him and we just i was like it, he could be at work and we message yeah. this much just it's naturally. wild
0: when you're out of town i have this internal clock <laughs> yeah. that like i'm like pick up my phone on the freaking hour yeah. and i'm like hey babies what's up i'm here This is what i've been doing today how are you doing like we like to like kind of catch yeah. up with each other
1: it is funny because when i'm in the u.s it's seven hours behind yeah. so i wake up to like seven hours worth of voices so <laughs> yeah. it's like seven voice notes because every hour on the dot he's like yeah, and you can just see the timestamp or like if it, three hours go by it's like oh it feels like I haven't messaged you in yeah. such a long time I've been in
0: meetings or- yeah. and we do it not because it's anything that we have of like you've got to it's just become a fun thing that we like to like update each other throughout the day and it's a good tip for anyone doing long distance like just the fun communication throughout the day has been a cool thing for us mm. we enjoy it
1: yeah i think because we had long distance for so long it kind of stuck with us yeah because that's all we it you didn't have like the touch like you didn't have coming home to each other at the end of the night right so communication all we had so we really like went hard on yes. it like and so much of it
0: exactly because at the end of the day sometimes you forget what you did the whole day mm-hmm. so it would kind of like we'd update each other as we go so that there's always like fun things to kind of like keep up mm-hmm. otherwise at the end of the day you're like
1: yeah it was a good day
0: um i don't know it was good you know yeah. but or,
1: or for me it was like it sucked when like i would come back to south africa and he's like oh yeah last week i ran into so and so and you just feel like maybe i don't know them maybe yeah. like did i miss a part don't of their feel, life yeah you don't feel part of their life so anyway when we kept updated it really felt like oh we're not missing anything we're just you know yeah. I don't know. It was it worked for us. Yeah, it's a good tip. But All anyway, right, back
0: to back to this. <laughs> yeah. So don't control them. We said validate them a lot, find the good, and
1: No, their intentions are good. Yes. Yeah, and I never really understood this until your dad put it in another perspective for me. He talked yeah. about kids and how mm-hmm. like kids have maybe sometimes bad actions but their intentions are good like a kid will grab crayons and draw on the wall and they think they're Picasso and they're like mom look what I made you and they have such good intention but the action was like maybe not as good yeah and so it's same with like grown-ups like we think because they're grown-ups that they shouldn't do that but we still have moments like that so maybe the action wasn't good but look at the intention
0: yeah because The person wants to do good. Man is basically good. And the way to know that is because when you do something good, you want to scream it from the mountaintop. And when you do something bad, you know it's bad and you want to not share that. Mm -hmm. Because you're good. If you were bad, you would say, hey, look how much bad I did. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that a person wants to do good. And if you think about yourself, anytime you did something that you consider was not okay, you were actually doing it in an effort to solve a problem. You were trying to handle something something mm-hmm. it was a bad result the action wasn't good but you just wanted to do the right thing to solve a problem mm-hmm. and so if you find the goodness in the other person in their intention now not just their actions earlier we said look validate their actions and so forth great but now find the good in the person's intentions
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's the magic
1: yeah for example i just want to go back to the liking photos and different things like that yeah I I would say looking at their intention can make a big difference in if you're okay with them commenting on someone's photo. Mm -hmm. Is the intention, like, a lot of the times Gal was doing it just to, he was very outgoing and wanted to have lots of friends and have a big networking circle and whatever. Great, that's okay. He can write fireballs on girls photo if that is his intention but if yeah. the intention was different and the intention was like I want her to know I'm interested that's different yeah and I think over time you know you have to feel that out at least for me that's yeah kind of how it was because now we have like our friends and I'm like fireball you're so hot yes work it and it's like <laughs> because they're my best friend and of they course. they know that it's not
0: yeah you know exactly exactly it's very much um yeah even, even, even when the person does it, and I know this is crazy to say, but even when the person posts fireballs because he wants the girl to notice him, which is wrong, I'm not saying that that's the best solution, <laughs> but even then, and, and I'm not saying do it, but the point is that at that time, it's still because they're basically good. There's some good intention behind it. Something. Mm. Even though it's hard to think <laughs> with, yeah, is like, I don't agree, but... It's The principle applies, and if you look at it and actually take a look at that, you'll see that the person still has good intentions. Now, you can show them, look, but look, the result isn't so good, and maybe we can look at something else and whatever, for sure. But if you know the intention is good and you validate it, that's when they will actually be open to improving, Mm -hmm. and until then, they will resist you, all right?
1: Okay, next point. Good communication with don't get like emotional with it which is hard for me to say because I'm very passionate and very emotional but I'm working on it
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> but to be able to communicate to the person without getting emotional because I would come to Gal and from the second I opened my mouth he could tell that I was upset and obviously that was not his intention was to upset me so right off the bat he's going to want to be right and we're never going to see eye to eye when you're making someone wrong and they, you know so you've got to like really chill when communicating
0: yeah yeah and I know it's easier said than done and the thing is by the way to clarify emotions have your emotions be happy be this be that whatever be sad but there's a point of being in a state emotionally that you cannot bring results in that state Mm -hmm. I mean I totally get getting angry like I'll get angry but I also know when I'm angry that that's no way I'm going to solve the situation Mm -hmm. the only time the situation gets solved is when I'm no longer angry Or when I'm no longer crying, or when I'm no longer scared, or when I'm whatever the emotion is that is in a place that is not in a constructive way, there's no solution there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying don't have emotions, enjoy, but know that you're just going through that, and ultimately you'll come up to a position where it's okay. Now, let's handle it.
1: Yeah, because the communicating to your partner should be from the point of view of coming to a solution. Yeah, And if that's the case, then the emotions are not going to help you come out with a solution. Be emotional Mm -hmm. on your own, you know. Yeah. But then come and be like, listen, like this is what I'm thinking, blah, 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 blah.
0: Right. And while we're on this, what came to mind now is a big tip. Don't make major decisions when you're upset. Mm-hmm. Just don't. You, the guy did something that you think will never change. It's horrible. It devastated you. It's really sad. You're pissed off and you decide now I'm breaking up with him. No. Mm-hmm. do not make big decisions while you're upset.
1: Yeah, I think we actually have a podcast, Yes, right? we do. We Which do. We've talked
0: there? about it. I have no idea. <laughs> but we have one about that where we've thrown this in, but it's oh, relevant oh. to refresh. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: it's the next one will be different or will be better or something we okay. talk about how people break up because they think the next person mm. won't be the same and yes. their issues won't be the same i think we talk and about then it there. They're
0: like oh should i'm in mean the same thing yeah you have yeah. to
1: end a relationship in a good condition yes which means i mean aka like in a nutshell don't end things when you're in an upset
0: yeah exactly yeah very important
1: and kind of that ties into that is create an agreement in a good state of mind not all emotional and like don't harp on the past. So once you've communicated, hey, this is the upset, now just come up with a creative new way to handle that without continuously making the person wrong. He's or she is not going to want to come up with a solution if he feels like he's the bad guy.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's so important for people in general to understand that you agree on something and the agreement should be in a direction of bringing good for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. And the problem that many people have is that they make the past the present because they keep bringing up the past, they keep remembering the past, they keep holding on to the past, they keep reminding you of the past, and because of that, you can't create a future because you're looking at the rear view mirror while trying to drive forward Mm -hmm. and so you put an agreement there it's to bring about good and feel free to create the agreement again and you know newly look at it and say yes this makes sense still yeah yeah this agreement is good let's keep creating it Mm -hmm. the person should immediately agree and follow the agreement Mm -hmm. but again if the person slips up a little doesn't follow the agreement you need to be patient and work with them so that the agreement gets put there again. I'm not saying it's right. It's not an excuse to not follow agreements, but put it there newly and agree and create without any past.
1: Yeah. And it's a, like, it's how you do it that will make it effective. Because for example, and I, this is an example that I know a lot of other couples had as well, yeah. is I remember trying to make an agreement with you in our relationship because um, we would set like a date night yes. and then you would cancel the date to like go hang out with friends yes. and like book over it or just like come home late or whatever and I would get so frustrated yeah. like I'd be like what the heck and he'd be like well this is a date just with like five other friends and I'm like no that doesn't count <laughs> I
0: genuinely thought that yeah.
1: <laughs> and so I remember trying to come up with an agreement if you say you're picking me up at seven for a date you need to do that and it just yeah. never communicated it did not work in the tone that I was h- trying to handle it okay and anyway i remember going to your dad and being like it's just not working like i don't get how hard it is to like keep to your word he really doesn't see he says it's fine that i should be okay with it blah 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 <laughs> yeah. and anyway he like taught us this method and maybe it's worth going into in detail more another time but he gave us this method of how to come up with an agreement newly and to understand the other person so he's like if he wants to do it fine but then he's missing out on a date night with you mm-hmm. okay like yeah. you should be chill like you know his loss. I, his, yeah, loss. his loss and i don't know the way he said in the way it totally changed my point of view i would actually love to Go back and remember how we did, but it changed my point of view, and it made it so now when we there are similar situations like this, it's I know how to handle it without getting upset. Yeah, and yeah. we come to an agreement because I want to understand him. Why? Why? Why do you want to break the agreement, or why did we decide not to move forward with this anymore? And once I understood him better, it made it easier to make a new agreement that works best for whatever setup moving forward.
0: Yeah, and that's the best thing to do is to say, okay, if the agreement broke, let's see what's the best solution then and let me understand why for example a couple weeks ago Mariah and I had planned to do something I don't remember what and then she got this really cool opportunity that had to do with uh work okay now or friends or whatever it was work and friends and it was it was cool but we had something that we had set now Mm -hmm. I could have easily said but no but we agreed that we have this thing Mm -hmm. I mean what the heck but instead it was like no obviously go do it totally fine we'll reschedule we'll find a better day a better Mm -hmm. time I can also I have stuff on my plate totally fine go do it yeah but some couples, wow, big saga <laughs> that they changed the agreement because you made a date night and now you, the person wants to go to be with friends and to work. It's like, it's OK.
1: Yeah, I think it's because it was both of our point of views. Like my point of view is I agreed with you already. So I will right. I like I won't book over it, but this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Are you OK with it? Like I didn't just do it over his head and, and book right. it like I asked him and we were both trying to be on each other's team exactly which is so important which kind of goes into our next thing yeah which is and I think this is one of the most important things
0: I'm leaving them on a cliffhanger for one second because I want to say that what you just said is important oh okay, okay? when you make an agreement and want to change it the first thing is that you need to say but I made the agreement I'm sticking to it mm-hmm. now let's talk about it hmm but I'm if you don't want to change it, I already agreed, so I'm not gonna change it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But let me talk to you about it. Yeah. And that's very, very, very important.
1: That makes a good friend, a good teammate, hundred percent. A good employee, a good business, boss. Kayak. It should apply to everything. I know with, with us, with friends, we are so dedicated. If we say we're gonna do it, even if we double book or whatever, even if it means getting no sleep, we do it. We do
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe
1: moving forward, we don't <laughs> yeah, do it again. Going, we
0: shouldn't book like that. <laughs> but yeah.
1: We always keep our word. Yeah, or in business. Or check to see if it's okay
0: with them totally totally yeah, or check because even in business i always do this like let's say i made a deal with someone that I, i'll pay them let's say a thousand dollars okay and then later i realize god i that's way too much like i made a <laughs> mistake here i'll first of all go to them and say listen i will for sure pay you a thousand dollars no questions asked that being said i want to explain that the amount of work was not what was expected de- 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 de. Is there a way that we can relook at the payment to something that seems a little bit more fair for what's typical? Is that okay with you? And then they're like, look, it is what it is. I'm counting on the thousand. Then I'm like, you know what? Totally fine. Let's not talk about it further. But they might say, okay, like I see your point. And then you can relook at the agreement. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to, first of all, say, I honor my agreements.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we look at the next thing.
1: Yes. Okay. So the next thing that kind of ties the in with that <laughs> is it's not what you get from a relationship. It's what you give. And I think this also took years for me to realize the shift. And once you have this shift, it's like you're not looking like this person's hurting me. What is this person giving me? What is this person not doing for me? Because that's not why you're in a relationship. You should be in a relationship or a friendship because you're like, I want to add to their life. I want to further their purpose. I want to enrich their life. And mm-hmm. yeah, it got to a point where it was like, not like, oh, why is he not giving me enough time? Now it's it was my decision to be in his life and I want to give him time. And if he doesn't want it, that's fine. I'll give my time to someone else. But I want to give. It's all yeah. from a giving point of view.
0: Amazing. And many people have this thing that they think, if I'm going to love, it's because I got something. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really nice to me, so I'll love him. Yeah, But the truth is, it's the other way around. You give, you give, and then you love. A mother gives so much to her baby that hasn't been born yet, that hasn't done anything for her yet. Nothing. It's just an idea in the belly, basically. She gives him life. She gives him food. She takes care of him. She gives, gives, gives. And because of that, the love is massive because she gives so much. And you'll see that if you give and give, you will have huge love. Mm -hmm. And of course, you need to make sure that they then return it and that therefore there's an exchange and a growth and expansion between the two of you. And that, of course, happens. Mm -hmm. But the origin of the love comes from you Giving, not you getting.
1: Yeah, I think your dad's definition of love is like to be together, the urge to be together for no reason at all. Exactly. But a lot of people forget that. Like in the beginning, you're with the person for no reason at all. You start yeah. to get to know them, and then then There's just this
0: thing. Wow, I I love him.
1: Yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden you start making up reasons. Oh, I actually like being with them because they also like to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing that, and then when those things fall away, you're like, oh, they must not love me anymore. I must not love them anymore. Yeah, but that's not really love. Like you shouldn't be doing stuff.
0: Right. The give- give doesn't have to be something that you document even just you being super willing to give just being open just willing to communicate is you giving and then there's love Mm -hmm. the love is there But most people, it's just to clarify that most people think I need to get first and then I'll think about maybe I'll love them.
1: Yeah. Or it needs to be equal. Like I give and then they give and then I give and then they give.
0: Right. When
1: in reality, love only stops when you stop giving. Like you'll notice that your relationship starts hitting bumpy roads when you stop giving.
0: Exactly. Amazing. It's amazing. Very good. Now we have one more overarching thing, maybe two, but I'll give you the next one. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I want to say this applies, again, like we said a little bit earlier, to every relationship. So keep that in mind. And the thing to do here, first and foremost, is to admire. Admiration is a huge topic. I've actually done seminars just around admiration. But let's think about it right now in the basic way, which is finding what you think is just wow in the person and by you finding what is wow you say I just look up to it so much. It's more than just validating the good saying it's there. You admire it. You think it's incredible. You want to get closer to it. It's actually a spiritual quality when you admire and that combination of love and admiration will actually make a relationship incredible and admiration will melt any resistance
1: it really does like i always joke around with gal because you know you meet all different types of personalities in life and sometimes you know i'll meet girls and i'm like they are just not vibing with me like i can tell they just do not like me yeah and i love it because i'm like challenge accepted like i love <laughs> applying this tool i, I even talk all the time i'm like give it this amount of time or i know exactly what i'm gonna admire because there are things that i see and i'm like how can you not admire this in them you know yes and i admire them and then they're melted, and then yes. we're like, good. And I'm like, this is great, and it's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, a cool little superpower trick.
0: It's a very <laughs> amazing superpower trick, and everyone, even the people you don't think you can admire, you can admire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, really, that admiration is a spiritual quality. That, as I said, like like the physical universe is made up of atoms, the your universe spiritually is made up of admiration. Little particles, little little pixie dust of admiration that you put out into the world. That you just find wow about people. And if you look when it's your world around you, you admire it. You think it's incredible. It's your space. And if you put people into your space, you cannot help but melt. Them because you're creating them. Mm-hmm. It's quite an out there concept, a little bit woo woo, wah wah, a little esoteric, a little spiritually, but if you think about it, that's really how it works.
1: Mm-hmm. And admiration is like contagious. The more mm-hmm. you do it, the more you'll see around you people admire, and it's really amazing.
0: Yes. So you have this person that is not where you want them to be. Mm-hmm. You have this person that, you know, as we said, it wasn't always like this for us. How do you get them to that point? You do the above you admire, and the one more cherry on top is you need to continue to self-improve. Improve, improve, learn, grow, you and your partner, your friends, your colleagues, need to keep improving. And that's what we do with Guaranteed Prosperity. You know, I do a few different businesses. Mm-hmm. I have festivals. I have finance. My biggest passion is Guaranteed Prosperity because it, what, it's what truly helps. It's what truly changes the world. The material there is incredible and it improves people.
1: Yeah, anyone who's ever joined, because GP started with Gal's dad. Yes. Anyone who's ever joined, like, GP, the courses and everything, their life gets better. Like, one for one. It's, it's unbelievable it's really I'm blown away and not anyway. just
0: like oh a little bit better or just like oh my business did a little great, a little better it's great leaps of life changing mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about so if you're interested in that by the way gprosperity.com but it doesn't have to be that whatever you're doing keep self improving mm-hmm. go to the gym get mentally stronger do things that improve your mental health and your spiritual condition improve
1: yes love it Alright, guys.
0: So here we are. We're back with an amazing podcast. It was so good to do another one.
1: Yeah, a little out of practice, a little rambles, a little (laughs) little rusty here and there, you know. But we'll get back into it.
0: Yeah, and it was really nice to also just kind of lay down some thoughts, but your responses, your DMs, your questions, even when we weren't doing podcasts on the breaks in between, Mm -hmm. it's what kind of keeps us motivated and going and wanting to continue to create.
1: Yeah, and it generates like new ideas for topics and it gets us asking those questions and seeing and i don't know it's just yeah yeah you guys help us by messaging us and being a part of it and we appreciate you listening
0: very much so and even if you don't agree i love those sometimes people don't agree and then we talk about it over dm or whatever so if you have questions if you agree disagree had something that you realized had an improvement please tell us yes all right guys thank you so much for tuning in it was a great pleasure and the adventure
1: continues